Are you an investigative professional? Did you know you can now find the best private investigator resources using investigatorstoolbox.com? It is a resource community built exclusively for licensed investigators and investigative professionals. This is the future of investigative learning, networking, and resource management. You can interact with some of the best investigative minds in the business in our community section. Our private investigator resources also have a robust learning section packed full of free training webinars, audio teachings, and helpful articles. Many teachings offer CLE credit. Our data resources section features over 225 free OSINT resources. This site is also designed to create a private personal resource library for your use when you do research. We have partnered with some of the best investigators and businesses in this industry to provide benefits and discounts to our members. We have over $1,250 worth of discounts and benefits available exclusively to members of the community. For less than 49 cents a day, you can access this amazing resource tool. Download the Investigators Toolbox app available on Android and iOS or visit our webpage at investigators-toolbox.com. The best private investigator resources and this amazing community are only a few clicks away. Cross-Tracks Case Management System, that is what we are talking about today. Are you using a case management system? What are you waiting for? If you don't use a case management system, you really need to look into implementing that into your business regimen. I've been at it with Crosstracks now a little over a year, and it's just been a game changer for my business. They are SOC 2 certified, SOC 2 Type 2 certified. If you don't know what that means, it means that they're encryption system is second to none and you have to go through a whole screening process to figure out uh, if you can even qualify for that and they have so you know with certainty your data is being protected i don't think there's another case management system out there that offers that same ability to have the SOC 2 type 2 certification as you guys know i've been uh, you know singing the praises of cross tracks and uh, i really believe in this product and i believe you should check it out Contact Brad, contact Pat, uh, one of the team members over there, and see if it's right for you. Cross Tracks Case Management System, check it out today. Welcome to this week's episode. Today we welcome Mario Doyle from Doyle Security Services. Mario runs a 500 man operation in New York. The guys touch on some mental health concerns for the security investigation industry. After these past two years, this is a very important topic. Let's join Mario and your host, private investigator, Matt Spare. Welcome, everybody, to the next episode of PI Perspectives. This is Matt Spare, your host. Uh, we are back in New York this week, and I reached out to an old friend who I've been trying to get on for a while now. He is the former president of Aldenese, which is the Associated Licensed Detectives in New York State. But he's not uh, a private investigator per se. He's more of a security guard guy. So I want to welcome Mario Doyle to the program. Mario, how are you? Thank you, Matt. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, we go way back uh, through Aldenese. Um, I, I believe when I started serving on the board or the executive board, you were the president at the time, right? Uh, yes, uh, you had uh, come on as one of our regional directors, and if I wasn't the president, I was on my way to the presidency. Yeah. It seems like a lifetime ago, but it's a time I cherish because it's a time where you bring the security industry and the private investigations industry together. We all swim in the same pond. We may have different specialties, right. but a lot of things that overlap. Like for example, 
uh, you know, I'm licensed as a private investigator, but my focus of my business is more security services. Yeah. And I think you need to have that license in order to do research, right? So I did this topic a few weeks ago with Sal Lafieri, right? And the, the importance of, uh, if you were doing security, being able to, to have that PL license to do research, uh, whether it be on a particular target or whether it be on a location, you know, things of that nature. So it, it's definitely important. Absolutely. I mean, again, it's uh, it's the highest license, as you know, that uh, exists in the state. But uh, if you're just in security, you cross over into that uh, PI realm time and time again, whether it's your people doing investigations uh, or the research component. It's key to have the PI license because, you, you know, you rest easy knowing that you're licensed, you're insured and you're protected. Sure. Uh, any work you do. So Doyle Security Services, how long have you guys been around and, and what type of work do you specialize in? So the company was founded in 2005. We currently have a little over 500 employees in four states. We're licensed in New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Florida. And we use strategic partners in the other parts of the country where we have customers. So, for example, we have customers down in Texas, Louisiana, in Connecticut, um, just to name a few. And we uh, we use strategic partners, like-minded uh, organizations, just like we use different investigators if our, if our investigations move uh, into different states and cross state lines, uh, same concept. Yep, definitely. How did you get into this business? What, what was your background before you started the business? So again, I, I, I tell people I grew up in the business uh, for the most part. Uh, what caused me to start my own organization was I found myself being a victim of acquisition after acquisition. You know, just like in the, on the PI end, uh, you know, I mean, I was working for organizations that um, that continuously grew, and then the uh, national and global companies came in and bought them out. Yep. So, um, you know, and I. Uh, I made a decision with the support of my uh, family uh, to go out on my own. And this, as, as you know, Matt, owning your own business, it's, it's scary, right? Yeah, at uh, first, definitely. Kind of put, uh, put everything on the line. It's, uh, but uh, as long as you've got more, first and foremost, faith in yourself and uh, faith in the customers that you uh, approach, uh, you know, everything works out as long as you do the right thing. Yeah. So were you able to bring along some of those clients when you went out on your own or you basically had a no non-compete and had to start from scratch? Well, um, I had a non-compete and uh, started from scratch, but uh, I also had some of my customers that um, I had had with me um, along my career. So, you know, things like non-competes don't, uh, don't cover all customers that you brought to an organization. Right. I had made sure anybody I was bringing to an organization wasn't tied into what I learned at the organization. Yeah, that's a good point. I lived up to uh, ensuring uh, I uh, abided by anything that I committed to. But uh, there's a lot of customers that uh, you build that trust with, that it's their peace of mind right. that you're protecting. Your, I, I, one of our taglines as a company is, you know, protecting your people, your property, and your peace of mind. Yeah. You know, customers, you know, as long as they know they, they have the peace of mind that they're dealing with you, they know things are going to get done in the best possible way. 
Even if there's something goes wrong, you're transparent, you're honest, you're responsive. I mean, that's the key. Yeah. You know, one of the things I really appreciate about following you on, I think it's on LinkedIn or, or one of the other social media, I probably follow you on everything actually, is the way you reward your employees. Like you go out of your way to um, acknowledge people that work for you and um, the, the work that they do. And that's, that's just such a great thing to do for people that work for you. It's got to help with morale, I would think. We pride ourselves on being an employee-centered company. For us, people are who we are. You know, our product is people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's critical to coach, mentor, recognize, develop people, right? I mean, you're, you're investing in your most important product, which is people. Um, again, you know, we, we also we talk about, you know, one team commits to excellence. The magic is not in the corporate office or in a regional office. The magic is on a site level where security officers are providing a service day in and day out. Right. And it's our duty, you know, I mean, as leaders to recognize what they've done. I mean, you look at what security officers have had to face in the last 18 months through this pandemic. Yeah, we're going to yeah. we're gonna jump into that when we come back from the break. Essentially, that's really what we want to talk about here today. Just mental health issues of doing um, security guard work, the pressures of, of what everyone's been dealing with, especially up here in New York when it was just bonkers for, uh, you know, in, in the beginning. It was really, really bad. And, um, you know, just the stress of do I have a job? <laughs> okay, I have a job now. <laughs> Is it going to kill me? You know, that kind of stuff. And yeah, well, I want to tie it in with the investigator as well, because I think, you know, as a field investigator, someone who, who goes out and, and visits people, it, there's a lot of the same pressures are there for folks. So we're going to jump out and take a break real quick. But when we come back, I definitely want to jump into that stuff and just cover it a little bit further. So everybody sit tight and we'll be right back. Are you overwhelmed with your current case log? Could you use some help with your skip trace assignments? With Merlin Locate Services, rather than adding staff, you can add an entire skip trace department of licensed private investigators who specialize in skip tracing. Check out MerlinLocate.com today. When you work with Merlin Locate Services, you bring on a valuable experience and trusted extension to your team. Need the best insurance coverage out there? Check out SIIS Insurance. Make your insurance purchasing process a breeze by dealing with the leading PI industry experts. All filings for your state PI license are handled directly by their staff. Certificates of coverage to your clients are fulfilled the same day as requested. If you work armed, no worries as they always include firearms liability in their coverage. Coverage can be expanded to cover executive protection, consulting liability, guard operations, and for cyber liability inexpensively. Best of all, be sure to indicate on the application that you're a regular PI prospective listener or Investigator Toolbox subscriber as amazing discounts apply. So make sure you take advantage today. Visit Security Investigators Insurance Solution, SIISinsurance.com. In 2019, Investigation Education Consultants added a new affiliate in its never-ending quest to provide quality professional investigative training. IEC is now offering certificate courses and investigative training online. Our website, IECOIT.com 
will soon offer a certificate in professional investigation for those interested in entering the investigative field. There'll be standalone investigation classes for those seeking continuing education credits, CEUs, or just interested in taking classes for their own personal or professional interests. The classes currently available are Foundations of Investigation, Legal Investigation, Criminal Investigation, Fraud Investigation, Background Investigation, Interviews and Statements, Skip Tracing Locates, Ethics, and Report Writing. Investigator Toolbox members will receive a 20% discount off the listed price. So visit IECOIT.com. Want full data access without a site inspection? IRB Search gives you full social security numbers, dates of birth, up-to-date contact info, and so much more without the inconvenience or cost of an inspection. As an added bonus, you can access IRB data on any device in any location. You'll always have the best data anytime, anywhere. Visit IRBSearch.com and use exclusive promo code PIPOD2021 for a free trial and 100 credits. Offer available for new and returning customers. The next issue for PI Magazine is on its way. Make sure you check out all the great content available in this special edition. Get it online or via hard copy. And welcome back to PI Perspectives. This is Matt Sperry, your host. I'm joined here today by Mario Doyle from Doyle Security Services out on Long Island and apparently three other states as well and uh, multinational and all that good stuff. So Mario, welcome back to the program. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. So we started teasing a little bit before we took the break about mental health issues and the security guard industry and the whole uh, aspect of COVID. So um, give me your take on this, man. What what did you see on your side um, when the pandemic hit and we basically had a shelter in place? It's been a tough road. So initially at the start of the pandemic, you had clients just go to minimum manning for the most part, right? Facilities shuttered, which... Uh, put a lot of people out of work initially. And a lot of people had to deal with the concern of COVID, right? There was a lot of information coming out, coming out faster than anybody could digest it. Um, But it was, the the focus was uh, health and safety. And uh, as an organization, first thing we focused on is making sure that the employees felt comfortable coming to work. Right. Now, our employees don't work out of uh, one office. They work at client sites across this country, right? So we had to get our customers to partner with us on ensuring that the facilities that our offices worked out of um, were sanitized mm-hmm. or, you know, had the had the disinfectants needed. And as you know, and I mean, getting a can of Lysol uh, at the heart, at the height of the pandemic was like getting a gold bar, right? Yeah, exactly. Quite a few fist fights over the old Lysol. Quite a few fist fights to say the least. But no, we focused on ensuring that our employees felt comfortable to work in the environments that they were assigned to. I think that was that was the, a key component. Yeah. Getting them getting them to work and ensuring that they knew the environment they were in mm-hmm. was protected. But yeah, yeah. And I think one of the bigger issues too um or very early on was was determining whether or not we actually could work. 
right? So I know uh, with Aldenese, with the state association, that was something that we worked very hard for to, to clarify because, you know, it was unclear if the security industry or investigators were considered essential services. Uh, and we had our lobbyists, you know, make connections with the governor's office and, and get a definitive answer that, yes, you are uh, essential services. I mean, the infrastructure was needed. There was so much going on with guarding people, guarding um, properties, locations. Um, I know uh, many peers that I have in, in your side of the world there, that industry, I mean, they couldn't, they couldn't fill the positions. There was so much a need for people, you know, having that private security, um, you know, on the message boards, folks saying, Hey, you know, we're, we need people. It was, uh, it was quite, uh, unpresent. You know, it was, it was, it was crazy, right? Well, yes, you had the pandemic and then, you know, right on the heels of that, you had civil unrest yeah. and, you know, I mean, New York was the, uh, was the epicenter of not only the pandemic, but some of the civil unrest that was taking place across this country. Yeah. So uh, again, you you know our uh, our brothers in law enforcement had their hands full. Yeah, they still do. Uh, and uh, yeah, every day, and yeah. a lot of the burden of uh, dealing with pandemic related issues, dealing with civil unrest issues, mm-hmm. was falling uh, on on security officers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it was, it's, it's been, a, it's been a tough 18 months. Yeah. And you can see the, how the, um, you know, mentally that it, it would get to you. Right. So now the first is the stress of whether or not you can work. Right. All right. So we got that out of the way you can work. Now here's the stress of, I'm, am I going to work somewhere that's going to kill me? Right. So that's, that's real, right. That's a real stressor, right. You know, now it's, uh, can I work somewhere if I'm vaccinated or unvaccinated, uh, which is a whole nother can of worms here uh, that we, we got to deal with here in New York that, you know, essentially you can't go into any uh, indoor place to do anything without, um, you know, showing your vaccination card, at least having one shot, uh, which is, which is real. So, um, you yeah, know, these mental issues definitely build up. Yeah. Listen, um, security officers have, have always been on the front line. Mm-hmm. But now they're on the front line enforcing rules and regulation that, for the most part, half the country um, disagrees with, right? Yeah. Um, you know, vaccinations have been a hot issue, you know what I mean, um, through the election, post-election, you know, to present day, right? Yeah. Um, and now security officers are tasked with enforcing these new rules and regulations. And we see, at least in this area, how fast they've been changing. Yeah. You know, security officers have been verbally abused, physically abused. And, you know, as an organization, we have been really focused on making sure our employees um, understand that we're there to support them. You know, whether it's through just being there for them, understanding, in essence, building a better approach to not putting them into a position, or more importantly, making sure they have uh, EAP services or counseling services if they're dealing with something that's past uh, just um, just verbal abuse. But again, uh, we as an organization are focusing on now, how are you doing? 
when it comes to our security losses? How's it been? I mean, tell me about some of the challenges uh, that you're facing. Because again, it's listen, it's a, it's it's tough and it's going to get tougher because you know more and more uh, rules are being uh, instituted when it comes to vaccinations. Yeah. Uh, initially, it was uh, social distance monitoring, right? Uh, making sure it was more a health and safety and we're selling it as, listen, this is for your own protection. Um, it was more health and safety related. Now it's become um, a business is going to get fined if they don't follow the guidance that has been established by the local or local authority, the state authority, or right. the federal government. So now you're telling somebody no. Now you're restricting somebody from entering a facility, whether it's a um, whether it's a corporation, whether it's a retail establishment, uh, again, and now as 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 you know, Matt, organizations are moving towards you either get vaccinated or you possibly get terminated. Yeah. Now you know again that workplace violence uh, uh, concern is back up, right? Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, I mean, so again, yeah, things that we're thinking about again, from a from an access control standpoint, we 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 built these great command centers. We have employee IDs, we have employee profiles, we have employee pictures. The tough thing is, everybody's wearing a mask now. So, I mean, again, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, we've really been adjusting on how we control access, how we how we prevent access, and more importantly, how we welcome people back to work because that's one of the focus. Here. The focus yeah, is- yeah, that's what we're working on now, right? The whole, you know, okay, and uh, people can't work from home anymore. Everyone's got to go back to work. You know, you're, you're seeing little whispers of that starting to happen. Uh, but it's also the beginning of flu season, you know, shortly. So we'll see how long that lasts. Uh, Absolutely. You know, we take on our roles as ambassadors, you know, mm-hmm. first, we're the first people that individuals see walking into a facility. It's right. feel comfortable coming back to work because as you touched on, you're starting to see it, but people have gotten so comfortable with working from home yeah. at you know, I mean, it's it's taking a lot of adjustment. You you see people acting out more in professional environments. They're so used to now working from home or not having uh, somebody over their shoulder. And you know, corporations, at least in the New York City area, are are pushing. They 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 started with asking, and now I start to see them pushing towards. Mm-hmm. You are coming into your office, whether it was initially it was voluntary. Now it's mandatory for one or two days a week. And you touched on flu season. I can see probably by the end of the year, um, you know, I mean, they're required to come into your office because you think about the amount of real estate that is unoccupied in the city crazy. and, and, and uh, the costs associated with that. Yeah, no, it's really crazy to see how much uh, real estate is is out there. Um, and you know, we just gotta, you, you gotta be able to, to pivot, right. And be fluid with the situation. It seems like you've been doing that. Uh, and I, I definitely commend you for, uh, for really having your employees, you know, safety at, at, at first, you know, which is, um, you, know, you gotta do it in times like this, you know, it's, you want to, you want to live, you want to make your money, but you also, you know, don't want to lose your staff as well. So that's, uh, that's important. Absolutely, man. And, and listen, we, we, we talk about a lot, but one of the things that I uh, 
uh, I commend uh, a lot of our employees. As you know, the, the wages in the security guard business aren't what they should be, right? But it's what the industry pays. Right. I mean, we've had hundreds of security officers that have worked through the pandemic that have that could have probably made more money just staying home because yeah. the government said it was okay if you if you felt unsafe to go to work, you could stay home and get that federal supplement and yeah. and, and collect a free check. But the integrity of some of these officers or most of these officers and these individuals to me are inspiring. And they, they they came to work, you know, I mean through the thick of things. They were there for our customers when our customers weren't even there. And, sure. uh, and, and again, for, for a very long time last year, we were the only people in the building. It was us and the facilities people for the yeah. most part. Yeah. And there was no leadership, management, day-to-day uh, -day, uh, staff in the building. It was, it, you, know, it, you know, it was just the security staff that was ensuring that the facility was protected. Yeah. So let's let's go back to the workplace violence issue because uh, I you touched on it for a, a second, but I think that's a really important issue, right? Um, because we we've all kind of you know the 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 proper work environment, right? There's no HR on our back now. People are kind of devolving on on how they talk to one another, and it's it's um, you know could be more unprofessional, inappropriate, or offensive, you know. And and there's so many hot button issues out there right now that if you're at the water cooler talking a certain way or, or talking about a certain thing, it could lead to that. So I think that's, that's really uh, a good point that you make here that uh, you could see a jump in that. So are, are you starting to like, are you just preparing for it or you're actually seeing a jump in that uh, with, with what you're seeing now? We're, we're, we're preparing for it. We're talking about it. We're being more cognizant of it. But what we're seeing is people don't really want to be back in the office. Yeah. They're very comfortable working from home. And anytime anybody's forced to do something that they aren't comfortable with doing, there's, there's a concern. There's a workplace violence concern. Sure. The, the, the second component is organizations have already started discussing the fact that if you don't get vaccinated by a certain period in time, you are going to lose your job. Yeah. So that's a stress. That's a stressor. That's a big that, one. Yeah. That people are living with. They're living with either at home or they're living at it, living with it at the office. And as we get nearer to those deadlines, you know, I mean, you're gonna see people um, act up. And so we in in security and investigations have to be uh, very cognizant of you know employee behavior and uh, ensure that, you know, I mean, that's why I touched on. As ambassadors, we're trying to make them feel comfortable about coming back to work, um, but it's something that's definitely on our radar. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been very interesting. I can tell you the uh, I know who definitely does want to come back are the judges. You like the the whole uh, doing the depositions online. <laughs> they, they love doing that stuff, and it's it makes sense. It really does. It's it's convenient for everyone. I think the only ones who don't really love it are the defense uh, attorneys. Who don't get the extra billing traveling back and forth <laughs> going to depositions uh but it, it seems like that's something that's probably going to stick around and i think there will be things that stick around on, on a hybrid basis um even the conferences we all go to right a lot of them are, are 
uh, going hybrid now where you can go in person or you can attend uh, virtually. Uh, I know there were, there were a bunch of great ones um, recently. And I think there's there's one coming up in, in Manhattan um, yes. in a week or two, right? Uh, well, you've got the a big R- one at the Javits, right? That's, that's a, like one of the first big ones. Yeah. Well, you've got the ISC show. Yeah. That's at the Javits in a couple of weeks, uh, and it's in uh, it's in conjunction with the New York City chapter of ASIS. Yeah. And you actually have ASIS's GSX show in Orlando, which is their global security conference. Yeah, so, that's a big one. Yep. Uh, again, I'm going to be I'll be at both, uh, but you know, again, I'm interested to see how many people. Um, attend because as as we all know there is a group that is still very concerned with COVID. and listen i always say if you're if you're at risk you should you should take the necessary precautions to protect yourself and your family but uh, you know me personally i'm I'm looking forward to getting back Uh, you know i miss you know you talked about albanese i miss those albanese meetings yeah you know, I I miss the social socialization, the relationships you make. Know, you know I mean, because they last a lifetime. Whether it's an investigation or whether it's protecting a facility, some of those, um, some of that networking is is priceless. No, totally, man. Like I, I've uh, been to Texas twice so far this summer. I just got back from Arizona. Uh, in fact, when as soon as we finish recording this, I'm hopping in my car and driving to Pennsylvania to go to their event. Um, there's a Society of Professional Investigators dinner on Thursday, which I'll be coming back from Pennsylvania to go to. Uh, I'll be in San Diego two weeks after that for osmosis. Um, so I'm, I'm with you, man. It's time to like get back out there and, and do what you got to do. Um, you know, those relationships are so important. And, um, you know, it, it, yeah, I'm careful. I'm wearing masks. I'm, you know, sitting on a plane for five hours, six hours wearing a mask. And it's like, so be it. It's not the end of the world, right? Uh, I choose life. <laughs> so... Well. Uh, yeah, it's it's all good stuff. Listen, I, I tell people it's important to get uh, get out there, but it's important to get out there safely. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's the key because, uh, and we're all doing it. We're, you know, again, you talked about pivoting, right? We've all pivoted. But, you know, we we can hide in our basement. We're not going to survive hiding in our basement. We're going to. We're going to survive by by persevering through uh, any challenge that comes our way. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're going to wind down here, uh, Mario. I, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, you know, the fact of the matter is, you know, mental health issues are real, both in the security industry and uh, for the investigator. And it's really important that you're staying on top of, of what's going on and, and just, uh, you know, making sure that, um, you know, you're addressing those needs. If you're a business owner, um, you know, making sure you're addressing those needs with your employees, because uh, they are the front lines, like Mario had said, and they're out there and they're dealing with these real stressors. So, um, you know, it, it's really important to understand the environment that we're dealing with right now and either taking care of yourself or taking care of your employees. Uh, I, I thought that these were really good points that you brought here today, Mario. So thank you for, uh, for coming on. Well, Matt, thanks for taking the time uh, and for inviting me. Uh, I look forward to seeing you in person soon. I know we've got a Albanese meeting coming up on Long Island. So uh, Yeah, yeah, we got to go back to Jack's. Yeah, you got to go get a steak. So, uh, Hopefully we'll be able to have a beer soon. Yeah, thank you. Definitely, definitely. I'm all uh, I'm all for that. So thanks everyone for for tuning in. Um, Mario, why don't you tell folks how they can get a hold of you if uh, they have any questions? Again, my cell is nine one seven seven zero three eight three two seven. 
email is mdoyle at doylesecurityservices.com. You can Google me. I'm not hard to find. I'd love to assist with any uh, any need you might have personally or professionally. Thank you. Thanks, thanks Mario. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll catch everybody next week on the next show. We want to thank Mario for coming on and discussing this important issue. After all, mental health should not be neglected. We also want to thank Crosstracks, Merlin Locate, IRB Investigation Education Consultants, and the Campbell Insurance Group for sponsoring the show. Please support our great supporters. Speaking of, have you checked out investigatorstoolbox.com yet? Click that link in the show notes and make sure you use code PIP201836 to save $20 when you join. And you can do just that through the app, available on all smartphones. Got a question or a comment about the show? Email Matt at MatthewS at SatellitePI.com. You can also find him on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. We want your feedback to bring you the best shows possible. And we'll be back on Monday with a new show. So make sure you tune in and stay safe out there.